Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Are we doing well? Are we doing good? We have arrived in the 2020 and God is so good. Wow, what, what an amazing week it has been. All right, um, the first, there's the principle of first in the Bible and in particular several, several stories almost, but Jesus sharing the principle of first and we know the tithe, the first component of our increase belongs unto the Lord. The first part of the day belongs unto the Lord. And um, so I, I want to, want to I, I really feel like there's a prophetic moment here to, to declare for this year, but this decade, that what we think about giving unto the Lord as a community, say community. So want to share a little uh, something of my observations down in the war zone down at Lake Conjola and uh, around there and wow what a story now who's aware of Gillian Andrews story Uh, Gillian Andrews story put up your hands if you're aware who's not aware of what they went through this week okay so we might yeah yeah Julie's going to help share but Andrew might get up at the end too and uh, share some of that. The Facebook page, C3 Facebook page, will help you understand that. Can I just premise my giving message? Uh, Let's do this. The ways that we give unto the Lord, and it is a most spiritual moment in the life of the church, uh, I just don't want giving, uh, this time of worship, giving unto the Lord, to be just common, routine. It's a time of worship. It's a time of declaring to God, our heart to Him and the gospel. So I'm going to help you with that, but I'm going to wrap it around the theme of um, the community. Who's into that? I'm going to. So, so for those people struggling to give as a community, this is going to help you for 2020 and the new decade. Who, who's into that? Who, who wants that? Who, who's lost their passion? Oh, look, yeah, I value the church. It's it's a good thing, but. I don't really, just like the fires brought out the community out of the, uh, out of the Aussies, I, I believe that the community needs to rise in the church. I, I think there's a state of emergency in the life of the church continually in getting community to support and, can, uh, and, and, and to volunteer. The Bible says we volunteer in the day of power. Who can say amen to that? But it's so easy to go back to comfort and uh, who's got air conditioning at the moment? Don't put your hand up. We're all jealous. And um, so I'm going to help you with that. I, I think for me, this piece of scripture, Philippians, and who did the pop-up group for Philippians? I think this piece of scripture for me really does a lot of good in terms of our stewardship and why we give. And, and it's a good, it, 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 it allows us to realize uh, that, that giving unto the Lord is a privilege and Paul says to this Macedonian church, the Philippian church, despite what you were going through, despite the hardship that you were going through, despite even what you had financially, you gave and you supported me. So he's talking to this Philippian church that he is so chuffed with that they supported his ministry. Let's go there. Philippians chapter 4, verse 10. 
New King James Version. I need that, and I'll read it from, from here. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last you care for me. Your, your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care. Say care. But you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. That's important. Remember that. I know how to be abased, you know, oppressed, down. Uh, and I know how to abound, feeling good on top of the world. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to even suffer need. Now, this is important. This is a scripture that we all love to quote. But did you just hear what I said? Now he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Did you get that? Why did he drop that in after, man, I'm on skid row. I'm doing hard yards. I just escaped disaster with this shirt on my back. I was on the top of the world. I was living a great comfortable life, enjoying myself. But now, even when I'm down and out, he says, I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All right, let's keep continuing. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound, and I am full, having received from Ephroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling, this is what's happening now, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice to God. That's what our giving is, all right? Well-pleasing to God. And here it is again. Here's another kicker. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Who, who wants that? Who wants that as a game plan in life? You're doing well. God's good. He's supplying your need. It's awesome. But then you're doing hard yards but then God's there supplying your every need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When you put now 2020, by the way, happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. But can I say to you, this is a perfect time to align your principles, your principles, your goals unto the Lord to say at the start of this first Sunday, of this year, this decade, and reassess your life, your goals, your calling, your assignment, and say to the Lord, dear God in heaven, I thank you for new beginnings. Thank you for new beginnings. Who loves new beginnings? Who loves having just a crummy day and then going, you know what, I'm over with that. Thank goodness his mercies are new every morning. And you wake up and you go, wow, uh, man, okay, that day wasn't as bad. And, and so 
So can I say to you, oh, now to our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. So this is my game plan for 2020 and this new decade as a church. Put God first. Let go of what others think and follow your heart. Faith with our deeds is dead. You know, so many professing Christians, but their priorities are all wrong. You know, when you look at their life, the, the priorities are out of all their shape. Their, their faith is not living faith, Deborah. It, it, it's not living faith. It's, it's dead faith. James talks about that. Everyone's heard of Gillian Andrews' ordeal. We will hear about that later. I won't share about that. But some of my observations in the war zone, Andrew himself, who's been interviewed, can I, is that all right to say you've been interviewed by Good Morning Britain, Good Morning America? No, not, not the advocate, the local paper. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> They'll catch on. France, if you can speak French, you can hear the praise report. Um, the mayor, I'll let Andrew share the rest, but I, I, I'll, let, I'll let him share that. But my observations of going down to retrieve my family and Andrew's sister's family... Uh, Andrew says in, in one of his, I just picked this out, I hope it's all right to share. Over the next couple of the days, the local community, say community, of Lake Conjola surrounded Andrew and his family with love, fed and clothed them. The local caravan putting them up on the beach in a cabin. It was phenomenal, Andrew said. He said to someone else, the family's trip, although long, 24 hours was amazing said Andrew, when during a 10-hour hold-up on the freeway, can I have the photos, please? This guy, we're stuck, I, I, I thought it was 13 hours, it, on, stuck on the Princess Highway, stuck. We just happened to get stuck over the road from a farmhouse. And can you guess why we're excited about that? Toilets, right. Um, but, but despite that, all up and down for kilometers and kilometers, these cars banked up. There were people like this. I don't know if they're Christians or not, but they came out. This guy's got a pram loaded with food and water. Rocking up to each car at all hours of the day and night saying, you guys right for water? You guys are right for food? Many of those people driving by us, walking by us. And the next photo... There's Jilly, the Philippian church, despite her meager remains of what food she had, she's realized the car in front, the older people may needed some food after being, you know, many hours on the road. I think she took them to Bully and some cold meat or something. I tell you what, I've seen people hungry, but I've never seen people devour to Bully like that. Jilly's down on the haunches there just doling it out this is community guys this is community this is what this is what the faith that we should have i think andrew said again people went above and beyond to make sure strangers to make strangers we were uh, doing okay in the crisis time of need andrew said it was so beautiful to see everyone come together and work together in community it was amazing. Our Prime Minister stated, 
The next 24, 48 hours are going to be incredibly difficult for bush car conditions. Please listen to the evacuation message. Follow the instructions of authorities. Australians should be assured every possible resource is being committed to the fighting their fires, fighting these fires and supporting the communities affected in every possible way we can. We will get through this, but we need to stay strong and stay together as a community. As a community. Did you get that? Great man of God that I subscribe to. I've got a few of his books. Gene A. Gent says, When measuring the health of a church, we must evaluate the degree to which the true disciples in that church are functioning as a family, as a community. Can everyone hear me out there? Paul makes it quite clear when he repeatedly says, being filled with the Spirit will allow and empower you, empower you to one another. There's dozens of scriptures that talk about one another. I think the only way we can do one another, care for each other, support each other, value each other is by the Holy Spirit. So if you're struggling to do this, ask for more of the Holy Spirit. Each part does its work. The whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament. Ephesians 4.16, the one another commands of the New Testament can be done as we love God and reach out with hands, the hands of Jesus, the feet of Jesus and walk and extend yourself and give generosity. When Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he used the word grace to describe generosity with material possessions. This is a very specific way we can draw upon God's strength. His grace is available to us, seeking first the Lord's kingdom and His righteousness, and then trusting God and all the things that we need as we seek Him and place Him and prioritize Him in our worship, in our lifestyle, in our giving. And as we place Him first and become this wonderful community, and as we face these days of toughness, we will get through it. Paul said, but since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled, you see that you also excel in this grace of giving. In fact, Paul actually used the Greek word charis to refer to money or offering as grace. When someone gave us some words, Andrew, I had a lot of... Um, good people give us words of encouragement that was grace when you gave when you gave out of your heart to Jillian Andrew that was grace you have grace to give do you know what the worldly have grace Calvin the great theologian says everyone's grace but then it says in John chapter 1, Jesus came to give us grace upon grace. Grace to give, grace to serve, grace to love God, grace to be the community, grace upon grace. So here's my prayer for you in your giving for 2020 as a community because we're going to, man, we need to show by example. The church needs to show by example. Like the guy in the pram, put the guy in the pram up. I love that. That guy, that guy, he's a hero. The grace that he had, he used it. And I pray that you, with grace upon grace, um, my little book, 
will help me with a prayer. As you're preparing your offering, just close your eyes and I've got a prayer for you. As we come to the first offering of this year, the Bible talks about bringing all the tithes into the storehouse. That there may be food in my house. Try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for the windows of heaven, pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough for it. I will. Say this after me. I will rebuke the devourer. Can we say that again? All the tithers in the house, all the people that have placed God first in their life. Jesus says to you, I will, I will rebuke the devourer from your life. Here's the prayer before we take up the offering. As I give in today's offering, I stand on God's promises that the Lord will cause his blessings to come upon me as the windows of heaven are open. Open over my life today all the windows of blessings and supernatural resources. Let me be more. Let it be more than I can even handle the Lord will command his blessings on you in your storehouses and all which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land in which the Lord, the Lord thy God is giving you. Father, help us be your community in times of crisis. Help us be your community as a church supporting the good work of the gospel. Let us extend our hand in giving and offering our grace in giving. Let us serve when the time comes, even out of a child's pram. We will serve you, Lord, and we will worship you, and we give unto you as the first first Sunday of this year, this decade. We give unto you our tithes and offerings, and we give to you worship unto you. And the saints say, Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.